The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. December 24, 1810, in Fayetteville, Tennessee. The course of his life, however, would take him from that city named after the Fayetteville in North Carolina, as he, like many others at the time, headed west. Of course, Bryan is credited for founding the city of Dallas, of which he served as the postmaster, but he would head further west during the California Gold Rush in 1849. Returning several months later, he would end up heading west yet again, this time after shooting a man who insulted his wife but he would return yet again to his home city just in time to take part in military action against the Comanche Nation. After his death in 1877, some of the land he owned in Dallas became the site of a wagon shop. In the 1890s, the modest shop was replaced with a five-story building that was subsequently hit by lightning and almost completely burned to the ground. Over the years, this building, which is now known as the Texas County Administration Building, has been known by a number of names. The Sexton Building, Southern Rock Island Plow Company, and the Sixth Floor Museum, which is a reference to its most notorious historical name, the Texas School Book Depository. Pearl Jam's fifth album contains multiple references to the assassination of President John Fitzgerald Kennedy on the Friday of November 22, 1963. The most straightforward one being the album's opener, Brain of Jay. Other references allude to what the Warren Commission stated as, although it is not necessary to any essential findings of the commission to determine which shot hit Governor Connolly, there's very persuasive evidence to indicate that the same bullet which pierced the president's throat also caused Governor Connolly's wounds. From the poster to the 1998 Dallas concert on July 5th, dubbed Single Squishy Theory, to what would be the inspiration for Pearl Jam fan podcast, Single Podcast Theory, the first home video release, which chronicled the recording of the Yield album, Single Video Theory. The single bullet, or magic bullet theory, was featured prominently in Oliver Stone's 1991 film, JFK, with the often lampooned line, back and to the left. Drummer Jack Irons left the band before Pearl Jam's 1998 US tour, adding to the list of ex-Pearl Jam drummers through their early career. The drummer situation, as it has been referred to. Among them, Matt Chamberlain, Dave Krusen, and Dave Abruzzizzi, who, although was born in Connecticut, grew up in Mesquite, Texas, the rodeo capital of Texas, a suburb located just east of Dallas. Season 5 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I'm your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Pearl Jam's fifth album, released February 3rd, 1998. 
uh, graduated from high school and now is going to community college. So it was a whole lot easier to pick up that album and, uh, you know, have food and everything. Got the vinyl again from Tower Records. And they still have it and the uh, the yield sticker that was inside of it as well. I still have that in there. Didn't use that. I got another yield sticker. I don't remember from where though. And I have that on uh, the first guitar that I bought. Always representing the band when uh, I was out playing. Can't remember where I got the CD from. Could have been from Best Buy, which was open by then. I don't believe I was working at Best Buy yet. Because if I was, um, then when Single Video Theory came out, I would have picked that up and would have tried my damnedest to get that giveaway CD that they were releasing in conjunction with it, uh, you know, up until they got sued or whatever and couldn't put it out. Although I don't even know if they if that CD made it to stores at all for like uh, people to try to snatch it up or or what but i know a couple of copies have made it out there in the wild super expensive but it's uh basically the march 5th triple j show that was broadcast uh in australia while working at best buy i did however get to the mini disc version of yield as well because i was one of those nerds who uh had a mini disc player and deck because this was the time before mp3s and stuff were really out there and you couldn't have iTunes to put your music on and be able to take it on the go with you. You know, you if you had a CD, you had CDs. There wasn't even really CD burners and stuff back then to make your own uh, uh, mixed discs. You could do mixed tapes, but of course uh, cassettes sound shitty and have no idea why that's come back. Mini discs, however, digital, sound good. They don't skip unless you really, really shake it, bang it, something or other. But the album debuted at number two on the Billboard charts. Of course, with Titanic basically cock-blocking every album that came out around that time. Initially, it sold less copies than No Code in its first week. However, it did go on to eventually sell more than No Code. Forever triggering the phrase their best album since Yield that would uh, follow them throughout the rest of their career, pretty much. There were two official singles released from this album, Given to Fly, before the album came out, and then Wishlist. There were two more songs that uh, radio started playing in Hiding and Do the Evolution. Those were not available to retail as uh, either CDs or 7 Inches or anything like that. Of course, Do the Evolution was also their return to making videos since 10. This album is my number four favorite album from Pearl Jam, giving it a 3.7 out of five iTunes stars. From the 13 listed tracks, Eddie Vedder has only given sole songwriting credit for two of the songs. Stone Gussard has four songs that he wrote, two that include lyrics as well. Mike and Jeff have each written three songs on the album. Jack has written one. Hummus, the hidden track on it, which is not on the vinyl, does not have any credits for it. And looking all over online, I cannot find who it is written by. 
There are four songs from this album that I have given five stars to. Given to Fly, Wishlist, Do the Evolution, MFC. Wishlist and MFC being the Eddie songs, uh, our band when I was in high school and after that uh, ended up covering those songs because they were uh, pretty easy to play. Wishlist also being the the reason why I bought an Ebo that I still have and use and love. I have bought another one because I thought that that Ebo stopped working, but uh, something happened to it and I was able to, to get it fixed. So I have, uh, I have two working Ebos now, one gray, one black. I'm styling. Don't really have much else to say about this album. Uh, in the episodes that are coming up, I do, of course, talk a lot more about the individual songs and about the album as a whole. Those episodes I have pretty much all recorded. There are just a couple that uh, I have scheduled that I'm uh, going to be doing pretty soon. All This is the first one where I've had all guests booked for it uh, pretty pretty ahead of the schedule, pretty ahead of the game. So that's good for me. Trig, uh, I hopefully won't be scrambling to fill in any of these blanks here unless uh, one of the two people that I have yet to record... Uh, fall through but uh it looks like the seasons is of course going to be all 13 tracks from yield including the 14th hidden track along with the given to fly b-side and also holiday singles and two tracks from live on two legs i am going to cover as well so that means that for the rest of the year I should have episodes for Brain of Jay, Faithful, No Way, Given to Fly, Wishlist, Pilot, Do the Evolution, Red Dot, or the Color Red, MFC, Low Light, In Hiding, Push Me, Pull Me, All Those Yesterdays, Hummus, Leatherman, Happy When I'm Crying, Untitled, Fucking Up, and I believe I'm also going to get around to the song History Never Repeats from the 95 fan club single. And that should take me through to the end of the year and into the new year before I start with the binaural episodes, of course. That album is almost completely signed up for as well. I'm going to try to get those recorded before the new year so that I can have everything built up like I have with this, and everything kind of goes smoothly, no gaps, no scrambling, trying to get songs covered. And hopefully I can get a couple of B-side cutting room floor episodes out before the end of the year. Uh, Hopefully at least one that I'm in the process of putting together. I hope everyone is staying safe, being kind, and has plans to vote on the election. Thanks for listening and being guests. And so let's make way for Brain of Jay. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Paloma and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. 
You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Better Band Pod. I am on Twitter at Brandon P. B R A N D E N P. If you'd like the job I'm doing here, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Brandon P and leave me a $3 tip or give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to tell your friends. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any stories and insights you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. I'd like to thank you all for listening and as always, this is Brandon saying, shut up brain, I got friends now, I don't need you anymore.